Welcome to Our Shoreline, Your Horizon, a podcast by Dan Casey, featuring business and economic development news from St. Clair County, Michigan. Stretch your horizons in the beautiful shoreline communities of St. Clair County, home to one of the nation's busiest international border crossings. Learn more at edascc.com. Hello, I'm Dan Casey with the Economic Development Alliance of St. Clair County, Michigan, and thank you for tuning in to the EDA's Our Shoreline, Your Horizon podcast. Today, I'd like to welcome from St. Clair County, District 5, Jeff Bohm, also the chair of the County Board of Commissioners. Jeff, thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me on, Dan. Yeah, good. So we're going to be talking about one of the topics I think is pretty important in our county, which is the county's participation in the Mackinac Policy Conference. Every year for the past five years, we've been going up to the conference with a big group, probably one of the biggest groups up there, if not the biggest group. So it's obviously a priority for the county to be there. And I wanted to talk to you today a little bit about your reasoning for wanting to be there and why it's important for the county to be so active. Yeah, well, I think we've got roughly 18 or 19 of us uh, going up this year, really from all different areas of representation. You know, not just county government, we have city government, we've got EDA, we have private sector people. So it's a nice uh, community foundation. Uh, It's a nice rounded group of people. And really, I think the attitude has always been go to the island. If you can make one or two really good connections that you didn't have before, now you come back with 18 to 36 strong connections, and it just makes St. Clair County, puts us in a better position. A lot of it, as you all know, it's just telling the story. We've got, um, you know, proximity to the Detroit market. I always say you gotta you gotta go you know you gotta go find your find people you gotta make yourself relevant. I mean, people don't opportunities don't find you usually. You have to go find it. And the Mackinac uh, Policy Conference is really it's there's a lot of the uh, let's say the who's who in the Metro Detroit area that are at the conference and get an opportunity to get FaceTime, get an opportunity to tell a little bit about what's going on in St. Clair County. And as you are well aware of, Dan, we have a, a lot of really good things to talk about in St. Clair County. So very important to be up there, very important to tell our our story on not just a regional level, but, you know, this is picked up by a lot of statewide media, those types of things. You know, one thing that uh, is a little surprising to me is we have such a large group that goes up there and it's coordinated, right? We we have a message. Um, We're going up there for a purpose. It's what I call intention, right? We have an intention of being there. A lot of the other counties, they might have some representation there, but they don't seem to be, you know, collaborative like like we are. Is, is that your observation too? Well, and I think, you know, Thelma's uh, Castillo that runs the Blue Water Chamber, really, she she worked for this organization for a long time. So she was the one that kind of uh, pitched it originally, I guess, to the group. And when you do, t- t- to your point, how everybody works well, it's all comes back to, I think, a lot of our blue meat screen group efforts, right? We all sit together. We plan together. If I'm out and I run into somebody that has, you know, an economic development, I want to call it issue or opportunity and we're, and we're out somewhere, whether it be socially or to meeting, the first guy I'm running over say, hold on, I got to go introduce you to this guy, right? So I go grab Dan Casey, bring him over. Same with Marcy Fogel. You know, there's different people we try to connect and, and you know, even with the foundation world, you know, hey, hold on, let me go get that guy. You know, and same thing. People, you know, drag me around by the ear and say, you need to meet this guy. Uh, fortunate this year, we're going to be able to be able to um, host a St. Clair County party on the island in Kramer Realty. Uh, Jerry is actually the commodore of the the yacht club up there. So Tuesday, we're going to be able to do our 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 call it our St. Clair meet and greet. 
which is the first time we've actually gotten an opportunity to do that in five years. So pretty, pretty excited about that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. Gives us a chance to really have some one-on-one time with some people, invitation only. And like you said, the networking piece of this is, is really important for us. What's interesting is when you look at what they're trying to accomplish at the conference and then what we're trying to accomplish, there's a lot of crossover. So there's a lot of politics up there. There's also a lot of economic development. And both of those areas are broad and have a lot of implications that provide potential benefits for the county. So, for example, you know, this year is an election year. So, you know, who's going to get elected? What is their message? How is that important to St. Clair County? Those, you know, that's going to be an important element this year. But also from an economic development standpoint, we're talking about remote working and how does the state, you know, spend some of its budget surplus in a way that brings value back to the county. So these are the kinds of things that happen up there. And that's why I think it's so important to have a broad coalition of uh, partners that are going up there because we each have our, our individual interests, but overall they provide value back to the county, I think. Yeah, it goes back to what I said earlier. If everybody can go up there and pick up one or two good connections that you didn't have, ultimately now St. Clair County comes back with 20, 30, 40 good connections that we didn't have previously. It doesn't It doesn't matter who makes the connections really or who, who has the, and that's, that's good as a group. It's not like, oh, you know, you come back and and you say, oh, I got, you know, five connections. How many did you get? You know, we're all about connecting each other for the, for the larger group effort uh, as a whole. So let's talk about goals for this year. Like what is the primary goal? What would be a success for you for this year's conference? Um, really to, 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 I think, just, you know, companies uh, understand. I, I, I often talk about the Magna plant that we were able to successfully land in St. Clair. Um, we did that in a ten and a half month turnaround, as you well know, which is like an act of God. We all had to work together. We all had to use our connections, as you would say earlier, to per, to, to make this thing happen in a ten and a half month period. That's a pretty ser- strong story because when you go and you're talking to these companies, it, we can say we've got great place to live. We've got this. You know, everybody probably has the same st- story they're they're selling, right? Well, not only are we selling our story, I have concrete proof evidence of our ability to perform. And if you look just at the Magna plant, I think it's a great example. And you know how many opportunities we're getting in the EV battery space, you know, that type of stuff. Um, and we don't, and we've been very open. We do, do not have a lot of large tracts of land left available. We've got a few of them, but uh, hopefully we can land some of these big, bigger projects, you know, on some of these parcels. And I think we're I know we're geographically positioned well. We're within the supply base, you know, the 60 to 90 mile radius kind of stuff. It's out there. You look at those recent investments General Motors just made in the state of Michigan, and I think is going to really help us with those secondary opportunities. So pretty much every year we meet with AT&T, David Lewis, Rousey Wilson Foundation, other foundations, educators. And then, of course, there's always some real estate developers, builders, and a lot of economic development type folks and community leaders up there. So I guess there's a lot of opportunity to really meet people and have a little bit of fun too, right? So we go out in the evenings and that's when most of the networking actually happens. Yeah. I mean, you get get an opportunity just to get FaceTime and I think just being there shows your seriousness about being relevant too. You know, as I said earlier, you have to go find opportunity. Opportunity I've been in this area for since 1972. 
been on the board 18 years ago. If you would have talked about doing this 18 years ago, it wouldn't ever happen in a million years, right? Just people, we didn't, we didn't really have a good story to tell. We weren't working collaborative together. There's just a lot of things. And really the, the bad economy is one of the things that I think is really, you know, out of the 08, 09, 10, really kind of created the advent of the, the blue meets green, everybody working together. And just the whole narrative, and I think the mindset in general, I, I can assure you the mindset 18 years ago is not the mindset that it was today. I think more of the mindset back then was arguably, if I don't get it, you know, I don't want to see the other guy get it. And I think Randy Fernandez says it better than anybody. He says, we want it in Marysville, but if it doesn't come to Marysville, as long as it comes to our area. And that is really the attitude of the group. So another company that we typically meet with up there is Ron Selly and Gino or whoever they have going that particular year. And, you know, why those kind of meetings are relevant is they may not have a project where they're going to be building a building in our county this year, but they'll remember those interactions. And maybe next year there will be a project or an opportunity. You mentioned Magna, for example. Well, the way that the Magna project happened was we didn't know they were even looking for a plant. We were brought in by a builder and by an investment group that said, you've got a site in your county that we know about because we've partnered with you in in the past, and uh, we think it might be a good fit for this project. And then we start working together, and next thing you know, you've got a $125 million investment and you know 304 new jobs in your community. So that's one of the reasons why we go up there, so we have those opportunities to meet companies like Ron Sally. Yeah, ironically you say that. I was just with those guys Wednesday at a boxing match. I was with Gino and uh, that whole team, and they're going to be back up on the island too. You you go back to, to like, and I know we talk about companies, but I got an opportunity to go to the open house for Magna on Saturday. They actually had something down there in St. Clair, and I ran into um, a kid that I know that actually I used to serve with uh, his father-in-law uh, on the board, uh, Steve Samasco, back in the day, and he, he got a job there. And he was basically telling me, you know, what he made before, um, the opportunity Magna gave him, what he's making now is way more substantial, uh, better insurance. Just a, a kid couldn't have been happier. You know, it was just a great story to tell. But that just shows you the caliber of companies that we're looking to bring in. Those opportunities with those companies, they don't come along a lot. You, as you well know, I mean, it, uh, you know, two, three hundred million dollar investments in St. Clair County are few and far between. So when you get them, you got to work hard to land them. And and then, really, I think it gets a little easier to go out and land your next one because of um, you know previous success that you've had. So this year, um, the state is facing a pretty significant budget surplus, which is good news, right? So there's something like $6 billion uh, of potential revenue sitting there that the state has to program. You know, the legislature is looking at um, givebacks to folks through some sort of tax rebate. Um, or, or, you know, the governor's got a different plan. But in any event, we have some money that's available that could be utilized in the state. I'm sure that's going to be a hot topic of conversation up at the conference. Another factor, though, is we have record high in inflation right now, and there's talk of a possible recession. So when you pair that up with, you've got this surplus, is that money going to be there next year if you do a tax cut, right? And if you give money back and you cut your taxes. So those are some of the factors that are going to be under heavy discussion, I think, this year. What's your take on the direction of the state and how they should use these kind of monies? Well, this to me is transfer one-time kind of transformational stuff. doesn't come along once or twice, maybe in a lifetime. And just even if you look at it from a county level, 
we've been very open talking about our water sewer getting large tracts of land available because when we get phone calls for a 200-acre site that's ready to go, it doesn't, you know it better than anybody, Dan, it does not exist in St. Clair County. I can assure you that pains me as a county board chairman having to turn down major investments because the things that always drive me is jobs and tax base, right? If you have a good job, that takes care of a lot of the other problems, right? So not having the ability to, to, to do that right now, I look at it now as the opportunity because the county received $31 million in ARPA funding. We probably have about 25 that we're, that we're set aside sitting on to look at. How do we take that money? Do we have to go bond, you know, for a little bit of additional money? It's nothing that would put the county in harm's way. Then use that as an opportunity to take and get additional grant funds from the state to now be able to cure some water and sewer issues. These are heavy lifts. You know, these these aren't $25 million headaches. These are $250 million headaches, right? You know, those types of things. So how can we best take that money, parlay it into that opportunity? And And I think the state they really need to take a look at it. And they, they, they know those issues exist, right? I mean, it's not, it's no big secret, you know, that these large sites, you know, you talk about these mega sites, there's only a couple around Michigan, and then there's some of the secondary sites that they're looking to do. We're fortunate that we probably still have a dog in the fight because we do have vacant land out in St. Clair County. If you, you, I was in Oakland County yesterday, you're not finding two or 300 acres. I can assure you that it's, it's not going to happen. So now these opportunities kind of fall into, our lap because of all the things that I had said about 60 to 90 miles from the supply base, you know, uh, so on and so forth. You know, we do have a dog in the fight. We have a reason to be there. We have a message, I think, to tell people and an opportunity to convince some important influencers and legislators on some of these topics so that hopefully at the end of the day, they'll benefit our county. I mean, that's really the, I think, the main reason that we're up there. We have a good product to show. We have a good message to show. Um, as I said earlier, 18 years ago, probably not a good product and not a good message. They kind of go hand in hand, right? So as I always say, you got to strike when it's hot because, you know, I've seen it when it's not. And big part of it, uh, like I said, Dan, kudos to you and your organization. You are pretty much the front door to the St. Clair County when companies come to, to, to look here and uh, you, you know, going back to the Magna, 10 and a half month turnaround, I know a lot of stuff fell on your plate, you know, not by, uh, not, not by choice, by quasi, who's the best guy to be able to handle this. Here you go, Dan Casey. So, Yeah, well, job. we try to do the best with the investment that the county puts into our organization. And, uh, you know, I think the fact that we all collaborate together makes the job that much easier. So thank you for that. Also, um, you're going to be running for an election here pretty soon. You how you think you're going to do? You're pretty confident? Yeah, I, I know what I have to do. This is year 18 for me. I haven't had an election in, um, man, it's been a few years. A little different today with the internet, you know. Um, you know, I have my websites and, and uh, the, the Facebook stuff, which is kind of foreign to me. You, you really, the website, 18 years when I, well, internet didn't exist 18 years ago when I got on the board. If it did, it was in its advent. But really, a lot of the information, those types of things, you, you drive people, you push people to your website for more information. So I've got a very comprehensive website that's built out that shows a lot of the financial uh, information, that type of stuff. If you want to take a real in-depth dive, that information's there. Well, you've played you know, a, an important role and been a great leader for the county for many years. And I hope people see that and uh, that we'll get a chance to see you back next time. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. With that, we're going to wrap up. And I just want to say that the EDA is proud to be one of the many voices that will be representing St. Clair County 
at this year's Mackinac Policy Conference. I'm Dan Casey with the EDA, and I hope you'll join us again for the next podcast of Our Shoreline, Your Horizon. Thanks for listening. To hear more, visit the podcast page at WGRT.com or find Our Shoreline, Your Horizon on your favorite podcast app.